The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now, your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams, from the service already in progress. Amen. You know, I grew up in a church where people used to get happy. When the Holy Ghost hit them, they would get happy. But what was so interesting about them getting happy was that they never had, had smiles on their faces. They would get happy as they called and they would just shout violently. But that was happy. Amen. I hope you're happy today. I am happy. Amen. God bless you. Good morning. And welcome to our service. Those of you part of our AWF family and to those around the world. And I say that because we do have people joining in with our worship services around the world. In Africa and Kuwait. I just learned about Kuwait just yesterday. That we have some watching our broadcast even in Kuwait. So for that we're very grateful. Amen. And I am truly happy. I am happy that this is our last worship service for the year 2020. And I don't feel any ways bad about 2020 leaving. I'm ready for 2020 to be done with. Huh? Just stick a fork in it. This has been a most challenging year. This has been a year of a discovery zone. Some of you may have read my book, The Discovery Zone. In the discovery zone, you find out things about God that you hadn't realized. And of course, you discover things about yourself. And so in this discovery zone, we've had an opportunity to really get closer to God and to really take a closer look to our own lives. Amen. And we thank God that we're still standing. We thank God that we're still marching on. We thank God that through his abundant grace, we have made it to the end of this year. And lest I forget, I want to thank everybody, all of our team, that helped make these worship services possible. Amen. Very grateful to our pastoral team, our praise and worship team, our musicians. Amen. Grateful to the cameraman and our visual workers. Thank you for your faithfulness. Amen. Thank you for coming week after week to make these worship services to be a blessing to the people of God during this pandemic. So this pandemic hasn't been able to stop us. And we thank God that he's given us the grace and the blessings to be able to continue to worship him and include the people of God as well. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. 
So again, this has been a most difficult year, a challenging year. It's been a year that will probably go down in infamy. It's a year that none of us will ever forget. But the good news is we've lived through it. God has blessed us. We're still standing. And we're standing in good health and sound minds. So we're grateful to God for that. But you know, God will continue to give us grace. Now we do have some hope that this is the beginning of the end of this pandemic with the prospects of some of the, uh, well, a couple of vaccines. And you know, you gotta get the mind of God about whether you're gonna take the vaccine or not. But whatever you do, don't live a life of duplicity. Don't talk one side out of, uh, don't talk out of one side of your mouth one way and talk another side of your mouth out another way. If you believe in God, then you need to believe God. Amen? Whether you take the vaccine or not, your faith must be in God. And I believe this is God. Now, based on all the information I have available, everything is positive, except for a few exceptions. People that have a history of allergic reactions have had some reactions, but they haven't been serious. But based on all the information I have, I'm, you know, I am inclined to take this vaccine when my turn comes. And by the time my turn comes, I'll know for sure if it's working. <laughs> Amen. I'll know for sure if it's working. Amen. And uh, some people say, well, Pastor, I'm not, I'm not comfortable taking a vaccine that, that was developed in just 10 months. And when vaccines normally take about 8 to 10 years or more. But what we don't realize is that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly, thank you, brother, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. And what we don't realize further is that the amount of money it takes to fund a vaccine, the research for a vaccine for eight years or 10 years, that amount of money plus more has been poured into this vaccine in 10 months. So the bottom line is the money. Money answers all things. So it's the funding. And so let's keep that in perspective. Don't just look at it and get nervous and say, well, they only, they only took 10 months to do it. No, but, but they spent more money over 10 months than would have been spent for other vaccines that have taken eight, 10, or more years longer than that. And so I just want to encourage you to, to understand that God has not given you the spirit of fear, but he's given you the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. But we're trusting God that we're going to get this thing behind us. And hopefully by the spring of the year, 2021, hopefully that we'll be back to the place where we have enough, you know, immunity in this country where we can resume coming back together, worshiping God. You know, I miss the laying on the hands. I miss the saints coming together to worship God together, to love on one another, to see smiling faces, just to touch you and to hug you. I miss that. But I'm believing that God is going to restore that. And make sure you're on the right side 
of the equation. Make sure you're on the side of working with God and not working against the plan of God. Amen. I was in prayer earlier this week and I was asking the Lord. I said, Lord, this is the last worship service for this year. And I need to hear what you're saying to me. Give me something to give to your people. And so the Lord led me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And I want to begin reading at verse 55. Here Paul is writing to the church of Corinth and he says to them, O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? I need you to understand that every one of us have the victory. If you're in Christ Jesus, you have the victory. Death has no sting when your time comes, when my time comes. Death will have no sting, and the grave will have no victory. Jesus has already given us that victory. But the sting of death is sin. But the strength of sin is the law. What is Paul talking about here? What is Paul talking about? Many of you realize that when you're stung by an insect... That insect will leave its stinger in your flesh. Then that insect flies off just to die because it can't live without its stinger. Paul is saying to us that Jesus was stung on the cross. And because he was stung by death, then there's no longer terror and death for you and I. We only have the victory. We should not be terrorized by the threat of death because death has no sting. So death, if it were an insect, has flown off to die and never having victory over you and I. But that's not what I really want to talk about. Paul says, but thanks be to God who, for who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have the victory. We're not trying to get the victory. We're not looking for the victory. We have the victory. Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And this is what I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about this passage in, for just a few minutes. 
And I'm calling this message not in vain. Not in vain. At the beginning of this chapter, in chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians, in verse 3, Paul says to the Corinthians, For I have delivered to you, first of all, all that's been given to me, all that I've received, that Jesus, he died according to the scriptures. And that he was buried. And that he rose again the third day according to scripture. What are you saying, Paul? Jesus died. He was buried. But he rose again. And it's through the power of the resurrection that God has given us the victory. Let me say it again. God has given us the victory. No matter how you feel. Even if you're discouraged, even if you're being a little down on yourself, God has given you the victory. But still, we sometimes get weary. We get weary, worn, and tired fighting the good fight of faith. And oftentimes, we're fighting the same fight. Fighting the same fight. Whether we're dealing with a problem in our marriage or in our family, we're fighting the same fight. Whether we're dealing with a problem in some other relationship, we're fighting the good fight of faith. We're fighting the good fight. When it deals with our work or lack of work, when it deals with our business or slowdown in our business, we're fighting the good fight of faith. We're fighting the good fight of faith. Oftentimes when it deals with church, it's a fight of faith for us not to have met as a church, not to have assembled ourselves as a church since the second Sunday in March of this year. Thank God that this year is coming to an end. It's a fight of faith sometimes for your own ministry. We know that God has given many of us ministries, but it's a fight of faith when I can't lay hands on the sick when I can't be obedient to the commands of Jesus Christ because of a pandemic. That's a fight of faith. It's a fight of faith oftentimes for our finances. Or we're struggling with our health. These are all fights of faith. But we get tired of fighting these fights sometimes. And of course, don't forget about COVID-19. We're all tired of COVID-19. COVID-19 has brought us much fatigue. And we're just tired of it. We're tired of turning on the television and seeing all the, the number of infections that's growing exponentially. Tired of all the hospitalization. Tired of all the deaths. Tired of all the bad news about a lack of hospital capacity. We're just tired of COVID-19. We're tired of fighting this good fight of faith. So what is God saying? What is God saying? I believe God is saying in the face of these difficulties, in the face of these overwhelming circumstances, I believe God is saying don't give up. 
Don't give up. Continue the fight for your work of faith and labor is not in vain. What is God saying? Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on that marriage, that problem in your family. Don't give up. Don't give up on your job or trying to find a job. Don't give up on your business. Don't give up. Continue to fight the good fight of faith concerning your ministry. Continue to fight the good fight of faith concerning your finances and your health. Whatever you do, beloved, God is saying, don't give up. Continue the fight. For your work of faith and labor is not in vain. You know, oftentimes we give up because we don't see any results. We give up because sometimes we feel defeated. And we feel that way because we don't understand the difference between success and victory. And since we feel like we're not having any success, we give up. And we forget about the fact we already have the victory. There is a difference between success and victory. Victory is not the same as success. Success is not the same as victory. Success is a favorable, it's achieving a favorable or desirable outcome. For example, if you've graduated from school, then you have success because you obtain a favorable and a desirable outcome in your graduation. If you found that dream job, then you have success. But on the other hand, victory is not success. Victory is when you overcome an enemy. That's what victory is. Victory is the overcoming of an enemy. And Jesus overcame that enemy for us on the cross. And this is what Paul said to the Corinthians. For I'm delivering to you, first of all, that which I receive. All of that which I receive. That Jesus died according to the scriptures. He was buried. And he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And thank God for the victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Every one of us have overcome an enemy. We overcame that enemy through Jesus Christ. So even when you feel like you don't have success, even when you feel like you're not reaching your goals in life, you're not experiencing a favorable outcome, you're not experiencing something that's desirable, you still have the victory. Thank God you still have the victory. Because what Jesus did on the cross, he gave us the victory. So let me say it this way. Every believer is not successful, but every believer have the victory. Every believer has the victory. So even when I'm not successful, I still have the victory. So Apostle Paul says to the, the Corinthians, he says, therefore, my brother, be steadfast. 
Be steadfast. Don't, don't just give up. Don't just quit. Be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Knowing this, therefore, my brethren, that your work in the Lord is not in vain. What we've gone through this year in 2020 was not in vain. All the sacrifices we've made is not in vain. So we need to continue to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. What does it mean to be steadfast? When Paul said to the Corinthians, be steadfast, that's a problem that many of us have. We begin, but we don't finish. We start sometimes and then we quit. But Paul says, be steadfast. And this word steadfast means continue. Continue to be seated and settled. Don't give up that seat that God has given you. Don't give up being settled in the things of God. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. Well, beginning at verse 5, at the end of verse 5, Paul tells the Ephesians, he says, and by grace you have been saved. I need you to hear this. And by grace you have been saved and have been raised up together with him and been made to be seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We have been made to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We know that Jesus is in heavenly places at the right hand of God. Now, we don't share the right hand of God with Jesus. That's a position unique to him. But what we share is being in that heavenly realm with him. We have been raised up with him. We have been seated with him, made to sit. By grace, we've been made to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So what is Paul saying? God has given us an identification. Every one of us have an identification. We, not, we need to stop identifying with failure and shortcoming. Stop identifying with frustration. Stop identifying with discouragement. And identify with the fact that Jesus died. He was buried and he rose again the third day. This ought to be our identification. The resurrection spells victory. So everything you do and everything you've done in this year is not in vain. So be steadfast. Continue to be seated. Don't let nobody take your seat. Don't let nobody cause you to be unsettled. I remember growing up as a young boy. I had four brothers and sisters. I, I'm sorry, I had brought four brothers, three sisters. So nine of us, nine siblings. And there wasn't enough room on the couch for all of us to sit on the couch when we were watching television. Somebody had to sit on the floor. But if I got up to use the bathroom when I, and come back, somebody done took my seat on the couch. And one of my brothers and sisters would say, when you move, you lose. 
What is God saying? When you move, you lose. Don't move from being seated in Christ. Don't move from being, uns- from being settled in him. Paul says, be steadfast. For your work is not in vain. All your praying is not in vain. You're giving, you're living, not in vain. Your fasting, your prayer, your devotions, reading the word, none of it is in vain. None of it is in vain. Be steadfast. Be steadfast because in due season, things are going to change, beloved. Everything is subject to change. But in due season, you will reap if you faint not. Isn't that what Paul told the Galatians? Galatians 6 verse 9. And let us not be wearied in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap. We shall reap if we faint not. What is Paul saying? Just like the farmer in the natural. A farmer will prepare his field. And then he would begin to sow seed. Then he will cultivate the seed, water the seed, and he knows, not necessarily tomorrow, it's not going to happen overnight, but he knows a season will come for harvest. And the seed he's planted, he shall surely harvest. I'm telling you, if you continue to prepare your field, if you continue to be faithful and sow your seed, Water your seed and just know that your season is coming. Let us not be weary in well-doing for we shall reap in due season if we faint not. Every one of us have a season due to us. Don't get discouraged. Don't give up because you don't see results. You still have the victory. Every one of us Have a season due to us. Seasons change. As long as the earth remains, Genesis 8.22 says, as long as the earth remains, there'll be seed time and harvest. There'll be cold and heat. Summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. And we need to know what season we're in. Are you in a season of seed time? Or are you in a season of harvest? Are you in a season of coldness or are you in a season of heat? Are you in a season of summertime or are you in a season of winter? Are you in a season of day or are you in a season of night? But as long as the earth remains, seasons will change and your season will come. So be steadfast. Then Paul says, be unmovable, unmovable. What is he talking about being unmovable? Paul is saying, don't let nothing alarm you. Don't let nothing deter you. To be unmovable is to be unalarmed, undeterred. We got to get to a place in God where nothing surprises us. Huh? Huh? Sometimes we'll say, well, I was shocked to hear that. Well, get used to hearing shocking things because nothing will move us because we have the victory. 
Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship, where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor, proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net. 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.